Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got Will Brooks in the studio today. Hadn't hadn't seen him in a while. He's chasing that dream of playing professional golf. But welcome back to the show, Will. Thank you so much, Pops. Appreciate you for having me on. As most of you know, Will is uh, my son. And uh, last time we had him on, on the show, he had just decided um, to make the jump to professional golf. Had mm-hmm. about a year left if he wanted at Tennessee Tech and decided he was ready. Um, to go ahead and make the jump and we're going to talk a little bit about you know what that jump was and what's happened in this last year to uh, catch everybody up with his career and how it's going um so let's go back to uh when you decided will that uh you were ready to make that jump to uh professional golf uh you know we talked a little bit last time about what into your decision but you had a lot of time to think about everything now so mm-hmm. looking back on that decision um you know what was really involved to uh for you to to go ahead even with one year of eligibility left to go ahead and make that decision and jump in um yeah i guess that's a kind of a loaded question but um i think it just kind of got to the point and it really kind of came down financially too for us right because we were looking at you know possibly paying another however much money um to go back and play and um i think we, that was the initial i think point where it's like we could either spend this money on school and then able to play another year of golf or on you know going out there and trying to do um the professional stuff so i think that that was one of the things that you know we sat when we sat down and talked you know i was kind of big on on my end so so um, for those for those kids out there who are following up and i've you know i've had several i got to play a little bit more golf this year and was out on the course a lot and had several daddies and uh, with younger kids that are coming up just asking questions you know Mm -hmm. about the process and and what you went through uh, along the way and you know a lot of other talking about recruiting yeah well just in in general from from beginning previous of high school you know on the tga and i got you uh growing up as a young golfer um you know basically for you it was uh it was playing as much as you possibly could and Mm -hmm. Luckily, the TGA had a junior tour that you could play on at that time, and then later on, the SNEDS tour uh, took took place, and you were able to play on that. Just talk a little bit about you, you know, how much it took from you to be able to go and travel and to be able to play in some of these events. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, you know, as like we quit football, or I quit football in what seventh, eighth grade because of it. Um, I knew it was going to take up a lot of my time, and I just, I think, I just really kind of. I'm more. I, I just loved doing it, so it was one. Of, it was the only thing I really wanted to do, and um, go. I wouldn't go back and do it any differently. I guess I'll say that. So, so it's you know I'm probably a pretty big proponent of kids in high school playing multiple sports. Sure. But um, you had made that decision. I think it was going into ninth grade. You had played through eighth grade, and was fixing to go into high school. And I think you know Coach Maynard was out at Cookville at that time as football coach and was looking forward to you coming out there and playing some football. Mm-hmm. Um, but you knew with the time constraints, yeah. you know, and and really falling in love with golf. That's something you knew that you really wanted to do. And and when we had that conversation, you know, I think you thought I was going to be a little upset with that decision. But I, you know, ev- everybody's got to live their own life, and mm-hmm. I, I could tell you were just. Uh, really in love with the the process of playing golf and and already had your mind on trying to play in college yeah would you say that's a fair assessment very early age yeah Yeah, absolutely i mean i think my whole outlook was no matter what sport it was going to be that was the goal was to was to play in college and um you know i I played 
pretty much all of them, right? And um, I just, like you said, just for some reason that growing up, I just gravitated more to being on the golf course than I think it was more of the practice time too, right? The ones where I wanted to be at and not where and where I wasn't, you know. So I found myself more at the golf course than throwing football in the backyard or something like that. And you know, I just kind of stuck with it and ran, and um, it was a pretty good journey. Very, we're very lucky in Tennessee yes, to have some supporters like uh, Brant Snedeker and, and Scott even Stallings, Scott Stallings, um, who played at Tennessee Tech and <clears throat> who you've talked to um, several times, but. Um, just being able to go out on a weekend at a course across the state of Tennessee, you know, some of the nicer courses that are available out there, you got a chance to play at an early age. And mm-hmm. I think that was instrumental in getting you to understand, you know, what it takes to be a good golfer at that level. And then also the fact that you were playing with and against some of the best in the state at that time, mm-hmm. just to be able to have that opportunity in the state of Tennessee is incredible. Absolutely. They do a phenomenal job. Um, all of the TGA staff from, you know, running the state opens to the state ams to just in, and down to all the, like you said, the junior golf, they do it, they do it well and they do it right. So, um, and it, I mean, it's bred a lot of good golfers. We, I mean, whenever I graduated high school, I think my class was, the Tennessee was ranked third in the state of, of golf or in the country of golfers coming out that year. So, and I don't think it's dropped much since I've been gone. So, um, they, yeah, they do a phenomenal job and. You know, all those guys in there. Rob Cherry, another one. Big in Hayden Eccles in Knoxville. Um, guys that, you know, we still keep in touch with, like, as people who are uh, me and some of the, my other cohorts in golf, like from college and Knoxville and area and every, everybody, they just really stay in touch with you. So it's 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 a it's a good family. It's also nice to have someone uh, like Larry Pitts at, Absolutely. at Cooper High School who you played for um, is still out there and still doing a, a good job and – putting together a good golf team of, of kids and families who really care about the game mm-hmm. um, every year. And, you know, he knew we talked about it when you went in and got to play with him as a freshman that, you know, that was he knew that was going to be your goal and supported that mission to play college golf uh, all the way through high school. Absolutely. Yeah, he was uh, he was very instrumental for me in high school and, and I, all the guys on the team. Um, he's just someone you could talk to off the golf course and also someone who um would uh would would definitely let you know if you're doing something wrong um but in a productive and learning type of way so yeah larry uh, coach pitts is uh, i mean we i can't talk enough about him so and then you know i got to follow up at a very young age you know you were out there working a little bit with matt manzero and Mm -hmm. he is just a huge supporter and fan of of junior golf and allows a lot of the young folks, the, the, the kids coming up, to play out at the country club and, and welcomes them. Absolutely, yeah, I know. Uh, he yeah, definitely has a handprint on, like you said, a lot. Of, he does tech classes, too, for the, for the college. And, um, yeah, Matt's just all over the place. He's, he's got it going on over there. Um, definitely, I mean, growing up, at, growing up at the course, just him being able to, you know, let me kind of do what I – just whatever I needed was more than anyone could ask, so – I think something that I've figured out, Will, with you that's a little bit unique is you absolutely love to practice. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of folks that, that can be patient enough, you know, to go out there and spend two or three hours, um, not necessarily on a range, but, you know, on a range, on a putting green, uh, getting a cart and going out and practicing certain situations at holes like you do every now and then. 
um, it, it really lends itself to you being a better product as a golfer uh, with the willingness to practice all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I'm I'm kind of in that mode now or that headspace that it's, I just that's what I have to do. You know, I mean, everybody else that I'm playing against is doing the same thing as me. Um, so if I don't do that on a day to day basis, then I'm behind the eight ball, right? So, um, yeah, I've, I think, I think especially here recently, it's been, a, it's been a lot better as far as earlier in the year. Um, and, you know, I kind of adapt. I, I was watching some podcast and I forgot what it, what it was, but they were, they just talked about winning like every day. If you can, you know, break it down, don't, don't try to win on Sundays. You know, you want to try and win every day. So you have that, that feeling every single day. And um, I think since, you know, I kind of, that kind of took hold and I've been trying to live more by that um, on a day-to-day basis. And I think that's starting to really kind of help me in the golf game and and life in general, really. So, you know, I think that was very inspirational for me. So as you come up through high school and you got to play on, you know, some special events and, you know, started to get a little bit of recognition, one that stands out to me was the East-West uh, when you got a chance to play junior Ryder down Cup. at the Grove, yeah, the yeah. Junior Ryder Cup there, uh, you know that experience uh, meant a lot. To, uh, I think the West team ended up <laughs> getting yeah, you got, guys that got, year, but uh, the camaraderie, uh, <clears throat> not only on the East team but with all the West guys too, yeah. was pretty special. It was. It was a fun event. Um, just a group of guys, and and we had uh, I think there was four girls on each team as well too. So um, all coming together just for a weekend and. Kind of battle it out like you see on TV was was really nice. Um, and you know most of those guys you still talk to today. You know they yeah. made a lot of friendships from that. And um, yeah, so it was that was definitely the highlight of junior golf. I want to make sure I mention this because I, I it was something I was able to be involved in with you was uh, the Vinny. Yes, yeah. and uh, Vince Gill and his wife Amy do an incredible job with that event, and you got to play in it that uh, at the end yeah. of your senior year. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that sticks out to me was, um, you know, it's kind of a pro am format, and and you guys, you know, you were the pros at the event, yeah. so to speak, and so you got to play with a, a an amateur group uh, of bi- of business people, mostly, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of Vince Gill's friends, so country stars. Sure. Yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, Jeff Fisher was there. I yeah. remember there was yeah. a lot of folks there. And one thing that stands out to me, when we went to the dinner that night, uh, Vince Gill gave every one of you guys a guitar, yep. and he told Signed everybody it. in the crowd that if, if they were uh, uh, one of his guests, which was a lot of Nashville country, uh, Nashville's music, singers elite, country and, music singers and all that, he told them if they were here and they were eating his food, that they were going to sign your guitars. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I noticed uh, he called all of these guys up and gals, uh, and brought them each one up on the stage and, and sat and talked with them for five or ten minutes to every junior golfer that was there, and that was like 25, 26. Uh, there's probably, yeah, more, yeah, definitely. And I, I, I was so impressed with that, and Will and I got a chance to sit at the next table uh, from them, and, and you got a chance to talk to his wife, who you didn't even know at the time yeah, I know. <laughs> that she was a country music singer, uh-huh. Amy yeah. Grant. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Just I don't know yeah. that he'll ever hear this, but – um, just so thankful for what he yeah. does for junior golf and, and he, the person that he continues is. to do because he's he's done a he was a big proponent in the early 2000s and or whenever it first started I don't even know if it was probably goes before that but he's a big proponent in the in the junior golf across the state of Tennessee so he's continued to do that in all aspects yeah just pretty cool that they take the time to yep. be able they don't have to uh, and he's a, he's a pretty daggone good golfer himself so yep. we definitely appreciate them for doing that. 
So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Will Brooks. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host again, Sam Brooks. Got Will Brooks uh, in the studio today. He's finally in town for a couple of days from his travels all across the country playing some golf. So, Will, you know, when you decided to go pro, we had a, a little bit of a kind of announcement, a media event, mm-hmm. uh, and you were able to bring in a, a couple of your supporters, which uh, actually got the ball rolling. And, and just to fill in everybody out there, as, as you were playing – high school golf and then you got into college golf we would have folks uh, around the community that would come up to us and say hey you know if will takes this any further i'd like to be involved in that process and you know saying that and then actually following through that are are two different things but you were lucky enough to have some folks along the way that that supported this endeavor especially once you announced that you were going pro yeah right um i think like you said it was it was something we really didn't expect, you know, in college to have that kind of support throughout the community. And, uh, and even then after we decided to, uh, you know, announce it and, and tell everybody we were going pro the, the amount of support and people who were wanting to be involved was, I, I, I it was speechless. I was just very, I, I was shocked at every, how this all worked. And, um, yeah, I'm grateful for every single person who's on this team, um, and what they have continued to do throughout this year and I, I can't wait to you know continue this and this process with them and and um hopefully on to bigger and better things well you know we've of course got a a, a few of your supporters that you know wanted to kind of be anonymous sure um so we won't uh mention any of those and then we got some that were very proud of, of being involved in you know what we call <laughs> Team Willie Fly, mm-hmm. uh, you picked up that name at a very early age. We won't go into how you picked up that name, but um, uh, Team don't. Willie Fly, you know, and you, you got folks like, uh, you know, Danny Brooks, who's mm-hmm. a local businessman who uh, allowed you to stay with him down in Florida. Absolutely. You know, gave Danny you kind of a place to stay that you had to pay yep. for. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Danny and Karen Brooks were awesome for letting me come in and stay with them, and they were. We actually had a really good time together. Um, uh, I think, uh, you know, me and Danny just playing golf and Karen as well. And uh, just pretty much all we did every day was just go out there and golf together. So we come back, eat dinner, and sit there and talk about what we did for the day and how we played and stuff like that. So it was a, it was a good environment to be around for sure. So, Will, you, you started out your pro career down on uh, what's called the Florida Elite Tour. Yep. And, and basically your home base down there with uh, at Danny Brooks's Karen Brooks's place was Daytona Beach. And then from there you, you were able to uh, 
drive out to the mm-hmm. other events that were down there. So yeah. what was your first experience on a pro tour like down there? Um, not too different than, you know, like a, we would travel and go for like a SNEDS tour event or an amateur event. Um, just the only the, – the takeaway was just the amount of really, really good golfers, <laughs> you know. Um, that was the biggest – that was the first initial shock that, you know, there's not everybody that stares there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that was, I think that was the first biggest stage to get through, but you know, try the, the tournament itself, it, it didn't really feel too much different. So that, I, that was a good sign for me. I kind of just did what I needed to do and, you know, went out and, um, played well in that first event. But, um, yeah, it was, it was good to see and, um, good to kind of get that atmosphere of, that first initial experience and and then be able to grow on it was was nice you know some of the, some of the other uh supporters and you know members of team willie fly I just mentioned some names that they're okay with um jay albrecht you yes. know seven senses owner rick marsh mm-hmm. you know that actually lives up in nashville's a family yeah. friend he's he's been around a, a while has, has been you know talking about this for a long time uh mike mcleod local businessman also yes, You've got uh, George and Angela Rietgo and, and Stephen Sally Smith, which kind of combined to give some friends, support. Yes. Yeah, long to George just uh, he calls me every now and then and talks about it, and just so supportive. Yeah, you know of everything that you're doing, and uh, no matter what happens, you know he he's been there. Steve Copeland, uh, a longtime friend, it's actually Stevie. my cousin. Yeah. you know, uh, CIA insurance in town, and, and of course my sister and uh, brother-in-law Debbie and Dale Wainwright out mm-hmm. of Texas uh, were one of your supporters. You got Derek and Diana Baranowski that yep. that really have, have been just so supportive uh, yeah. along the way. You know Matt Mazzaro giving uh, uh, everything he can, you know, on his end to be a, a supporter and a knowledge guy. Yes, that's yes. been there before and and on that side of this, a head professional at uh, Cookville Golf Club. Suzanne and Scott Woods just been phenomenal uh, people. along the way. Uh, Greg Shelton, who yes. is a friend of the family, who just you know, out of nowhere, just called us and say, "Hey, I I want to be involved," oh, and just just awesome to have all these folks. And there's several more, you know, but uh, we'll stick with those that sure. are okay yeah. to be mentioned. You know, uh, we've got a we've definitely have a good group of of support around us, and um, you know, and that's the biggest thing. I think I talked about it in the media days. Like someone asked me, um, "How are you gonna? How do you how do you see yourself getting out of the the low periods?" and you know, I really truly believe that it's that support system that that are around us that you know are, are there, and they've been nothing but nothing but great so far. And um, just being you know, bad days, good days, doesn't matter. You know, they're they're right there, and um, yeah, we can't we can't thank them enough for what they've what they've done for us. So um, hopefully, we're we've been trying to plan a little event for us, but I can't I can't quite get everybody together. But hopefully, we'll get that going soon. Yeah, I think that'd be good for them just to be around you yeah. and, and see you on the course because some of them haven't haven't actually seen and you right, on the course right, and, yeah. and they're supporting you anyway. Yes, we knew going in this was going to be a two year uh, event, you know, to try and give you enough time to be able to break through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in our conversations, one thing that stuck out to me is you know how good everybody else is that's trying to play at that level. I think if if I'm up to date, you've had. Uh, Four top ten finishes, which, yeah. which has gotten you a paycheck, which has been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, still trying to break through and, you know, to win a tournament yet. You're not being able to do that yet. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole lot of people 
that hadn't been able to do yet yet either. So you're, you're still pushing the envelope and, and trying to create that opportunity, but your golf games really come around here late. Yeah, um, I've had a little had some had some trouble there at the beginning of the summer, and um, just the complication of kind of doing a few of the wrong things in the swing and trying to figure that out and thinking I had it figured out and um, only to go back and realize that we were kind of doing it the wrong way. Um, and so I, we, me and my coach, Thomas Smith down in Chattanooga, cleared that up. Um, and it's just kind of been slowly coming back. You know, you got to get, get got to get those reps. And, and it's, it's harder, too, whenever you're traveling so much, right, because you don't get that a certain amount of practice time before. Um, so you're trying to learn, get it, and go, and play in a tournament, and then come back and still do the same things. And but um, it's been a great, it's been a great three month period for me as far as I'm gonna just I'm gonna grow from this so much, you know, all the experience that I've had, and hopefully once we get this, you know, I started playing well, but we got to continue. But once that gets going, I'm I'm really excited about. So quickly, the at the, we got a couple minutes left, a couple seconds left in this segment. Uh, what's what's the biggest thing that you've learned thus far in this first year? Yeah, um, it, the biggest thing that the biggest thing for me is that I've learned that is if I if I just play my game of golf that I have no doubt in my mind that this is the right path that I'm on. So that's the biggest thing for me is continuing to commit to that dream, giving it my all every day, and um, you know just letting this ride out and see where it takes us. Because I have a feeling that if I get like I said get back to playing my game of golf, my brand of golf, that it could take us to some good places. We're talking to Will Brooks today, professional golfer. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Got Will Brooks in the house today, talking a little bit of professional golf. And uh, continuing where we left off, Will, um, in one of our conversations, I th- I think the feedback that you gave me, you know, and I've been lucky enough to caddy for you a couple times to kind of see what it's like on the pro tour um, versus, you know, what you did in college and high school when I was able to caddy for you there. And uh, the the thing that I'm seeing and, and you are reiterating to me when we have our conversations is, you know, shooting those three good rounds or four good rounds in a row. I think from from my point of view as someone who's supporting you and on that support team, you know, when you shoot three rounds under par, you know, you end up being in the money. Right, but shooting three rounds under par is a little bit harder said than it is. But there are folks that you see every week that you play with that are doing that. Right, and and I think that's probably the next big step for you because when you shoot two under, one over, three under, you know, some a couple of times you miss the cut right on the line. Right. Yeah. So we know we know that it's that one round of, and it's not bad over par. It's one or two or three strokes over, you know, an even round. Right. Uh, that that's causing that. So uh, that's why guff, uh, golf is so tough. Yeah. You know, and why everybody's not able to do it because right. number number one, it's hard to do that anyway, and then it's very hard to do that consistently. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've gotten a taste of quite a bit of that. You know, missing cuts. I think I've missed five cuts by two or less this this year. Um, yeah. It's that's the next level. You know. You know, we didn't really have a cut in college. Um, so it, the only time we had a cut was maybe a state am or a state open. Um, so yeah, this is a little bit different, but I mean, also good cause it, you know, you get to gauge your, your, where you're at, you know, and, um, having a few of those just bare, bare misses is get you going a little bit, you know, makes you want to go practice a little more. 
the next week and um yeah it's big for the experience in my opinion so so let's talk about the tournaments um you were able to play in the florida elite tour was great Mm -hmm. um the good thing about the florida elite is you're able to play early you know it's cold up here and it's still messy weather and and you go down to uh, daytona and play in orlando and tampa and, and all of those places on the florida elite and it gave you kind of an early opportunity to see what it was like yeah right no it was big um getting out of the cold just like you said you know just being able to be active during those months and and uh, have a steady basis of practice on a day day in day out basis is very nice that early in the year so um yeah it was not all if i wouldn't have just been if i would have been doing the right things it would have been nice it would talking swing wise um but um we uh all in all it was still a great experience they the florida elite tours specifically runs um probably one of the best mini tours that i've played on besides the g pro besides g pro that was my next step yeah taking a look at the g pro you you kind of went from the florida elite got into the g pro played in some tournaments there had some success there and that was a a tour that uh, took you out of florida Mm -hmm. uh, took you into north carolina georgia some different places around the southeast yes and then a couple of times this year you jumped into some other tournaments that were available i know you went to iowa Mm -hmm. and played in a tournament there just getting a lot of different experiences along the way yeah it's been nice you know having to Actually getting a taste of that travel life, you know, I went to Canada as well um, in late April and uh, Louisiana, Dallas, Texas, a bunch of different places. So it's nice to kind of get that type of experience as well as driving 11 hours away and figuring everything out and uh, then having to play golf too. So, um, but it's been a great, I, I've, I've enjoyed this, this last stretch of golf. I feel like I've played a lot of golf in the last four months, but it's been a great stretch and um yeah you just get to go around and travel and see different places and um what's not to like about that one of your first uh events was you you took a stab at the latino tour yes early on and and uh uh, wasn't lucky enough to qualify there went up to canada thought it was going to be a little bit warmer (laughs) than than it was and i noticed the top 10 qualifiers on the canadian tour at the tournament you were in were all from canada yeah right (laughs) so they were a little bit more used to the the weather when you went up there both great experiences anyway absolutely yeah two two q schools for the uh respective pga uh sanctioned tour so um yeah a lot of good players um unfortunately just didn't play too well those two weeks and uh we kind of leave leave them with no no status or anything but um a good uh a good level of you know or a good test of knowing what to what's what's to come um at both of those weeks and uh really kind of sprung shot after that and had um had a good week in nashville on, on the g pro after coming back from canada and well, that's only because you had your daddy on the back yeah that and mom was there too yeah that's true good call yeah mom was there too I think I shot. Uh, I think I actually shot a little better with mom on the bag. If no, I, do I don't correctly. Think so. I think that's, that's definitely true. not true. I do think that's true. No, it was better my my day. Oh, okay. I think you ended up what uh, five or six under uh, shot for the tournament. I yeah, shot seven. Yeah, seven under for the tournament. And got into the 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 top ten. Yep. Um, made a little money on that one. Um, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nice reward. Uh, showed you that you can do that. Right. Um. You got the opportunity a little bit later 
Uh, and along the way, actually, you played in some Corn Ferry qualifiers. Yes. Um, a couple of them in Tennessee, and then you were able to go to some other places. And that's when the competition gets a little bit stiffer. Yeah. And, but that also gives you a gauge of where you need to be yes. to be able to make it to that next level. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you show up on a Monday qualifier for the Corn Ferry Tour event, you know you got to shoot at least seven under to have a chance. Um, top four get in, and I think there's maybe one or two alternates after that. But, yeah, you know, you know, you step up there on that tee box in the morning, you you got to shoot 65 or less. And it's a, it's a fun day of golf, you know, because you're just out there firing at pins and getting to go all out kind of. But, um, yeah, like you said, definitely you, you see where – the top guys on that tour are and even some of the some of the guys on that tour still have to come out on Monday so you get to see them and watch them play and you know like you said it's just a, a good good test of where you're at and where you need to be if if you're not there so so uh the latest tournament you uh went down to a corn ferry pre-qualifier yes. uh, in Texas drove about 11 hours uh and we'll talk about the travel here at the at the end just in a second because I won't. I thought that was going to be the hardest thing for you as yeah. a as a twenty three year old out on your own traveling and staying in hotels, and that that's been something that you've been okay with. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I uh, I like my alone time. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like to not be around people sometimes. So, you know, sitting in a hotel doesn't bother me. It gets it gets boring. It gets lonely sometimes. Um, it's nice when you have people in the area that you know and you can kind of go out to dinner with and you know not be in a hotel room for eight hours of the day but um yeah no i mean i like driving too you get on the road and get to go and you're good <clears throat> so uh you got down there will and it, it's a pre-qualifier for the corn ferry tour yeah and pretty good expense for the you know for q school yes but for q school and yep. that's what you've been building up to is to find some way to make it onto the corn ferry tour which right. is the next level of the pga right. tour itself and so any any success there and, and you, you get the opportunity to try and make it on the pga tour and that's the pathway correct for all of these uh young kids or young men young women who are wanting to get out on the tour that's one of the pathways there is is using the corn ferry so you did good in the qualifier. I think you ended up shooting f- four under total. Four under total. You finished 24th right. uh, on on the list there, and that's going to give you the ability to go to the first stage of the Corn Ferry Tour, which if if you were to say that that was your goal at the beginning of the year, that would have been a high goal, is to make it through the tournaments that you played in, make some money along the way in your first year, yes. and then be able to – make it to that first stage of the corn Ferry tour right. so how are you feeling about having that success um feeling i feel pretty good um i think uh overall for the year if we're speaking in terms of that i feel like i've kind of not played up to my standards but you know um that's part of it um i've really got a taste of how how hard golf is day in day out um on this on this journey but um that's the that's the reason we play it right so um that's yeah but i think uh getting to first stage was a big was a big stage because now we're in the we're in the hunt you know um we've got a chance at this thing and uh it's just i guess it's just time to put up or shut up so so stage one you got to make the do you have have i'm not sure i'm not sure the details i think it's um it's kind of the same way to to keep going it's top so much percent uh, so I'm I'm thinking 25 ish will be this next event, and I think 25 is a 
for second stage as well. But yeah, so first stage we is it's the first stage of Q school, and then so if you make it through that, you make it into second stage. Um, and all all these are just four day golf tournaments, right? Um, to to keep moving on. Um, and um, so then after second stage is they call it final stage, and that's where once you make the final stage, you pretty much have some sort of status on the Corn Ferry Tour. And um, depending on how you play in final stage, um, guarantees starts for you throughout the year and stuff like that. So, so, so you got stage one. Yeah. You got stage two, and then if you make it past stage two, you get into final stage, right. which gives you some extensions. Right. If, as long as you make it into final stage, I'll have some sort of conditional status on the on the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, maybe get some starts here or there, but. Yeah. So we talked about your investors. You know, hopefully this will be a two-year thing for you, no matter what happens the rest of this year. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you like to say to your investors out there, knowing, you know, we have some we can't mention their names, but this is your opportunity. What would you like to say to them? I I couldn't be doing this without you guys. Um, You know, I don't – words don't – words won't even begin to – begin to express how how thankful I am for all the support and – um, everything that you guys have done for me, you know, just being a, a ear to lend or someone to give me some advice and some motivation. And, um, yeah, I need it. I need all, all that I can get, you know, and I'm, I like to say that I'm a, I'm a good listener. So <laughs> if anyone has some advice for me, I'm, I'm there to listen. But, um, yeah, I think this has been a, it's been a fun year for, I think everybody involved and hopefully we're looking at a little more fun next year. Um, and, and, and the end to end this year. So, well, we wish you luck, Will, and appreciate you coming on the show at such short notice. You jumped in town, and I grabbed you today yeah. and pulled you into the show. So we appreciate updating your your career and what's going on, and and really, uh, you know, giving the the young kids out there who are following you up uh, mm-hmm. something to look at and some advice, you know, along the way. I think that's very important to you, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, thanking all those people that have really helped you along the way. So we appreciate you being on the show, and wish you luck in the rest of the year and and on into next year. We hope. Thanks for having me, Sammy. (laughs) Have a good day.